This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. So I have been thinking a lot recently about quote unquote accidental manifestation. We're always manifesting things, whether or not we realize it. And I think that's one way to look at accidental, again, quotes, accidental manifestation. Another way has definitely happened to me before where I have my intention set and I very much am focused on calling something in and it comes in in a way that I do not expect or wasn't really what I was expecting. And I wouldn't say I regret it, but just didn't realize that's how it would come up. And those are the two main ways that I think about accidental manifestation. Obviously, there's lots of nuance to that. And at the same time, it's been a really interesting year for me in the last year, really in the last six months, I'll say. There has just been so much coming up for me that parallels specific situations that happened in my life about five, six years ago, I guess closer to six now. It's been almost, I don't know if this is the right word that I want to use, but it almost feels creepy, not in a creepy way, but it just feels very odd how many things have been popping up. And I just have this deja vu moment of, wait, I've, I've experienced this before in this different situation in this life, you know, five or six years ago. And it's so clear to me how the process of healing that has continued until now. And all of these situations that are finally popping up again is my opportunity to respond in a different way and also to see my growth. I have been feeling really called to talk a bit more about chronic illness and physical symptoms. And I'll be totally honest, I have kind of avoided this and I get a lot of information about physical illness, different types of illnesses and symptoms and spiritual components, the energetic components through just what I channel. But then also, you know, it's been, it's been a long time of working as an energy healer and helping people facilitate that healing for themselves. So I have a lot of experience with that side of things as well, just seeing so many different energy bodies and what's happening in the physical body and getting to the energetic root and helping people heal a lot of very physical things through energy healing. So I have, you know, my own perspective on that, but a lot of information comes through and I haven't really talked about it that much because I felt like it was just a chapter of my life that sort of closed. And I was really tired talking about chronic illness. I have a podcast actually about this not too long ago. And after years of working as a nutritional therapy practitioner and helping people overcome chronic illness and having my own journey with that, I just didn't want to talk about it anymore. I felt like it was really, it was really heavy for me. And I didn't want to be in that energy of, 
of sickness, like with everything I was thinking about, talking about anymore, because I really do think a big reason why people stay sick is because of that continuous research and being in that energy and and living like you are. It's just reinforcing the signals from your brain. That being said, now I'm at a point where the guides very much want me to kind of bring some of this back around and I feel more ready to. I feel like I needed a hiatus of just not really talking about it. But this is a really common thing for star seeds, for spiritual people, for people going through big energetic shifts. And it's a common thing that comes up again and again with business clients, with people who come to me for guidance on relationships, anything that's coming up in any type of reading it's really common for there to be some physical things at play. And I very much see it as all working together. There's a reason why I I love, you know, geeking out over nutrition and biohacking and how that affects our vibration, but then how our vibration affects our physical body. And it's looking at kind of the whole system and we are energetic beings, but then, you know, we have this physical vessel and we came here in this lifetime to master being in this physical vessel. And I feel like a lot of people can kind of dissociate from that when they go down the spiritual path. And then there's this other group of people who don't even want to look there when there are so many answers to be found. If you look at a more energetic perspective and they are so focused on everything that's physical. And that was when I was still working as an NTP, mainly the population that that I was serving most of my clients coming to me at the time were people who were so deeply in the mindset that they were going to fix this through the next perfect diet and the right extra supplement and all the biohacks. And, you know, it's like you almost know too much. You almost know too much. And I just think there's so much value in understanding many different aspects and we don't have to marry ourselves to one approach. And the things that might be more important for one person maybe are less important for another. That's fine. But through my process of kind of being on the other side of being in the depths of my chronic illness, I have gained a lot of perspective. And I've talked a little bit about this before, but something I haven't really talked about is how I, how I manifested it. And this came up on a podcast that I was on recently. And I took that as a sign because I had been kind of writing some things about this and thinking about, should I, should I post this? And I just feel like I, I should talk about this because I also think a really common reason why people still have some lingering symptoms, I'll say, is because they're still angry at their bodies or at the experience. And usually that's not conscious. Sometimes it is. But I, I see this a lot with people and they they are very upset with the experience still or their bodies. They might not think that they are. And I know I had that for a while and understanding for me, like how I manifested it, how I called it in was super helpful for me in getting perspective and really being able to actually have so much gratitude for the experience. Because when I was in it, I did not. <laughs> I, when I was in it, I was like, this shit sucks. I I was such a victim. I was so angry. I felt like everybody was against me. I was in a really dark place. But now with some perspective, I, I can look back and I'm so grateful it all happened. 
and like truly, truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean, sometimes it sounds so corny, but legit, I'll just talk to my guides and I will like start crying. I'm like, I'm so grateful for that. Like, thank you so, so much. Also, because I know they totally had my back that that whole time. So I want to talk today about how I manifested my chronic illness. And again, this is this is just my perspective. This is how I see it. This is my truth. And it has been really helpful for me with healing. And I think it's it's important to cover the other side of, you know, manifestation. <laughs> I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about how I manifested my partner. And I know people loved that episode, but we manifest all kinds of things. And sometimes there are things that in the moment we don't really like. So again, this is just my truth. Take it or leave it. If it doesn't resonate, that's fine. But this is how I see it. Before I do jump into that, though, I want to announce today's giveaway winner for a free card reading from me. So just to remind you, every other week I pick a winner, somebody who wrote an iTunes rating and review, and that person will win a free card pull from me. You can just let me know what you wanted about or if you just want a general reading and I'll send that over. And all you have to do to enter is write an iTunes rating and review for the podcast, take a screenshot of your rating and review, and then email it to podcast at christinathechannel.com, and then you're entered. So today's winner is from Kayla Seda. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing your last name correctly, but I think you know who you are. So Kayla said, your go-to for all things spirituality. Can't get enough of this show. The amount of free content Christina provides is seriously insane. My mind is consistently blown by how easily she explains some really deep concepts. The content in this show has been beyond beneficial and is easy to listen to. Bring on all the alien talk and expand your mind. You're going to love this podcast. Alien emoji. Ah, I love it. Thank you so much, Kayla. That was so sweet. I'm so excited to pull some cards for you. So just email podcast at christinathechannel.com to claim your prize and let us know if you have a specific question that you want me to to pull cards around or if you just want a general reading, whatever works. And if you feel the same as Kayla and you're ready to dive deeper into these topics and get access to all of my exclusive content, check out the Channel Collective. I always say this membership is like Ascension Playground. You get access to hundreds of exclusive video trainings around all things manifestation, intuition, raising your vibration, brain rewiring, as well as exclusive downloads I get, Ascension School, which is a library of trans-channeled messages from different Ascended Masters, all the stuff that I don't say publicly because it would get blocked or taken down will get posted in there. There's so much content to dive into. Plus, you get monthly Q&A calls so that you can ask me any of your questions and we go deep. The Q&A calls are so much fun. We go really deep, plus monthly manifestation calls and monthly 70 high energy healing group sessions. So there's a ton of content and we have such an amazing community. We would love to welcome you into the family. And you also get access to pre-released podcast episodes without any ads. Information about all of that is at christinathechannel.com slash membership. That is where the juiciest content lives. And I've had people ask me what's the difference between the group 70 Healing Circle in the membership and the monthly group circle that I hold. So the membership circle is way bigger and you're not getting any direct feedback. In the small group healing circle, 
It is much more concentrated because there are less people and you're getting all of that direct feedback with all of the messages that came through for you specifically. So it's a very different experience. You can learn more about that if you go to christinathechannel.com slash services. And they usually book up about a month in advance. So it's good to get in there early. Also, you guys, if you're not already following me on YouTube, if you're not, or I guess subscribing on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube because I'm doing a lot more YouTube content. Honestly, I think it's my favorite platform and it's really focused on spirituality and raising your vibration and manifestation on YouTube specifically. So if you just search Christina, the channel or go to youtube.com slash Christina, the channel, you will find my page and I would love to have you there. When I first started opening up intuitively, I felt really overwhelmed and I wished there was one place that I could go where I could get all of my questions answered and learn really everything I needed. That is exactly why I created my psychic development course. Everyone is intuitive and this is one of your biggest superpowers and there's always more to unlock. So whether you're just starting out exploring your psychic abilities or if you're already tapped in but looking to develop those gifts even further, this course is perfect for you. I've taken the most helpful things I've learned on my journey and put it into one jam-packed course that walks you through opening up your gifts and deepening them step-by-step. I teach you how to fully open your clairs, how to connect with spirit guides and ascended masters, how to master the art of psychic protection and boundaries, which is huge for tapping into high frequency information. We talk about using psychic tools, portals, vortexes, soul centers, and so much more. When you sign up, you get lifetime access to 40 pre-recorded video lessons, five meditation activations that I have infused with a high 70 energy, exclusive invocations and connection processes, downloadable PDFs, and so much more to help you on your journey. It's a self-paced course. So you can take your time and it's jam-packed. And you'll get access to the Channel Collective membership for three months. So you'll have access to all of that information as well and all of those Q&A calls for that touch point with me. So if you are ready to fully open up your intuitive gifts, make sure you check out my psychic development course. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash courses and you'll find it right there. All right, let's talk about how I manifested my chronic illness. And Wow. If I told myself this six years ago, I would have been so fucking triggered. Like (laughs) I would have been so mad at myself, but here I am. This is how I feel. So there we go. I've done a lot of work with, with 20 year old me and we're chill now. We're cool. We're friends. She's integrated. It's great. So I'm not going to go into the whole story, but in case anyone is new, Chronic illness is really how I got into alternative health and then energy healing and then spirituality. And it all spiraled from there. Chronic illness is what led me to completely changing my life trajectory and led me to becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner and working with people in that format. And then again, an energy healer. And that's where my psychic gifts opened up. And it all just kind of snowballed from there. And what had happened was I spent most of my life, and this is just a very nutshell version. You can go back to previous episodes. I've talked about this a ton, talked about this so much, but nutshell is I had symptoms my, my whole life. I just didn't realize it. I didn't know that, that I was sick and I had really bad depression, really bad anxiety, acne, horrible digestive issues. Those were like the main symptoms that I was dealing with growing up. But then things really reached ahead when I when I was in college. 
My senior year of high school, I came down with a case of chronic mono. It lasted about two years, so that took me into college. I was at UCLA, and after that, my body was kind of just never the same. And then I was just even more depressed. And then I started binge eating. And then after that, I was like, I'm going to get healthy. So then I start getting, trying to get healthy. I realize at that point, once I start trying to get healthy, how awful a lot of my symptoms are and really how bad my digestive issues were. And then it was interesting, kind of like as I tried to get healthier, my digestion pretty much stopped working. I wasn't absorbing any food anymore. And I dropped a ton of weight really quickly. I dropped about 50 pounds in three months. And I, you know, wasn't, I was pretty small to begin with. I got down to 70 pounds and it was really, really scary. It was like, I just kept dropping weight. And at first I didn't really realize what was happening. And then when I finally did, I started just eating as much as I could. And I was eating like 10 to 12,000 calories a day and still dropping weight. Anyway, this lasted for a long time. I had to drop out of school for a bit. I was going to see doctors every single day. Like it was my job. I mean, literally from eight to five, I was seeing all these different specialists, working with so many people. And it was all very much the Western medicine route at the time. I was at the hospital a lot. I was really struggling. My my organs started shutting down. A lot of really scary things happened and I pretty much lived hanging on to my life. I just I I just felt like I was hanging on to my life by literally a thread every single day and you know the doctors told me I probably wasn't going to live and yeah it was really it was really scary then finally I did a lot of research that's how I fell into learning about nutrition and optimizing my health and through uh, food and natural supplementation I started to heal and get better and then I started working with a functional medicine doctor and we found out that I had SIBO and multiple parasites and systemic candida and heavy metals toxicity. And then I got better. And then I got worse again, like a year later, I just kept taking these dips in and out. So I felt like I was just fighting this for a long time. And it took a little bit longer to figure out that I had mold illness and then Lyme disease. And through those periods, I mean, I, it was like, I would be functioning and then I would get super sick and get just knocked on my butt and literally couldn't get out of bed, like vision gone and really just horrible digestive issues the whole time. Even when my labs came back clear with, you know, no SIBO and no candida and no parasites and all of that, like nothing had shifted. And so it took a while to, to figure out that Lyme was a really big part of that and mold illness. But all of that is really what drove me to be such an intensive researcher, so to speak, and to try everything. And without that experience and without those symptoms, I wouldn't have gotten to the point where I was like, okay, I'll try energy healing. I'll try seeing psychics. I was open to anything. You could have said, you know, if something was going to heal me, I would try it. I had no judgment. And that's what opened me up to, to this whole world. And then that was really like where I was supposed to go. Everything else kind of unfolded from there over time. I didn't want to work in nutrition anymore. I was just so much more interested in the energy healing and spirituality. And it was really through that work and brain rewiring that I healed. And people would always ask, like, how did you get over Lyme so quickly? And I never took any of the traditional treatments. Ozone definitely helped me physically. But the biggest things that helped me with with healing from all of that were energy healing, brain rewiring, and using my intuitive gifts and like just intuitive work 
doing some really weird things that I wouldn't have thought of otherwise that were very healing for my body. So I always think of intuition as kind of a fast track there. And I was also seeing this as well with the clients that I was working with who had tried pretty much everything. And when I was incorporating the energy healing and doing some intuitive work with them and the brand rewiring, like things were healing, things that they had been told they would not survive from or that they've been struggling with for like 10, 15 years. So really, really cool. So that in a nutshell is what happened. It was a really dark time in my life. And especially I think the beginning, because the beginning felt like, it just kind of felt like I got slapped in the face. I feel like after that first year, it was almost like I was used to living that way. And I was used to living with, with my symptoms. And I was surrounded at that point by people who got it. And then I was without meaning to be like entrenched in this world of chronic illness. And that was actually just contributing to it because then that was what my identity was, was attached to. But I have a whole podcast about, about that. But how did I manifest this? Because looking back, I, again, a hundred percent know that I, I manifested that. And I spent a long time feeling like, why me? Why me? I'm doing everything right. I'm trying every diet, every experimental treatment. I'm doing Western. I'm doing Eastern. I'm doing functional. I'm doing it all together. I'm seeing healers. I just felt like, why me? Why is this happening? And even up until that point, I mean, honestly, when it first happened, I had no spiritual practice. I I wasn't religious, but I just remember being like, what the fuck universe? Like, I'm like, I get straight A's legit. I just study all the time. I'm such a good friend to people. I'm nice. Like I was way nicer then. (laughs) Oh my God. I, I honestly, like that was during the period of my life. There was like, I don't know, eight to 10 years where I very much shut off my personality and I would just actively try to be very nice because I didn't want to bother people because I'm just naturally a trigger for people. And this is part of why I was really pissed off because I felt like I'm like, nice. I do. I try so hard to keep my mouth shut all the time and only say nice things. I'm just being honest. This is what was going through my head. (laughs) This is what was going through my head at the time. It bothered me because it took so, so much energy for me to not fully speak my truth because I didn't want to offend anyone. It took me a while to realize that being straightforward is just how I am. I was basically resentful toward other people that I was suppressing myself. I was not speaking up. That was that was on me. But I was also really irritated because I felt like I was working my ass off to try and get better. I was seeing so many different specialists and experts trying so many different approaches on all different types of protocols. I tried a ton of different diets. I was doing all these experimental things. I was very diligent and very perfectionistic. And I was still caught in thinking that if I just worked harder, it had to work out. Like at some point, if you just work harder, it has to work out. That's really a belief that I had grown up living in. But this time it wasn't working. It wasn't about researching more, studying more, seeing another doctor. That wasn't the thing. And it took me a long time to realize that. It took me a long time to realize how much of it was energetic and really that I had been asking for that experience for a long time. And there are two main ways that I feel like I really manifested this in. Remember, 
we're always manifesting. We're always attracting things into our reality based on our belief system, mostly our subconscious beliefs, which often for people align with what they consciously say, sometimes not. And then our frequency. We attract people, experiences, things that have a similar vibration. And it kind of all makes sense now for me because I know how quickly my guides move things along for me. And I really feel like growing up, it was this sort of thing where I, I mean, I always felt them around me, but I didn't know what they were. <laughs> and they were definitely listening to me and trying to communicate, but I wasn't, I wasn't listening for so long. And I look at the different health issues I had growing up and it was just thing after thing that kind of put me in bed. And I've always been someone who is always active, always working, just wants to work harder, not getting enough sleep. And the way they were trying to talk to me was giving me symptoms, giving me illnesses that were meant to kind of keep me in bed and allow me to rest and tune in. And I just wasn't listening. But this time I, I had to. But there are two main things that looking back, I, I feel like really point to how I called it in. And one was the fact that I just didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't, I didn't want to be here anymore. And that was something that I felt for a long time throughout my life, starting when I was really, really young, because I was so overwhelmed with everything coming through for my psychic senses and feeling everybody's emotions and having really intense visions, having a lot of past life memories that were pretty horrific knowing things that were going on in my neighborhood that were pretty dark and not being able to explain that to people. I felt very, very alone. I was super paranoid, honestly, like every night. I mean, I didn't sleep for, I didn't sleep for much of my childhood. And I know my parents just had no idea what to do. And then moving on as I grew up and went through middle school and high school, I was just so, so depressed. I was so depressed so fearful all the time. I was always in a fear state. I feared a lot for my physical safety and where that came from was just a lot of things that were coming through psychically that I didn't realize weren't mine. I was just picking up a lot and I, I didn't know anything about boundaries or protection. I didn't know what was going on. So it was super overwhelming and also just picking up on everybody else's emotions and feelings. It was a very, very heavy. I just always felt like I had this super heavy cloud on me. And I was extremely depressed. And I thought about suicide a lot in the sense of like just wondering and feeling like it was so painful for me emotionally. And then feeling guilty for feeling that way because I didn't feel like I had anything I could actually complain about tangibly. I know many of you here are very intuitive and you know, you know that feeling of like, it's just so heavy and it's not even yours. And so this is a big reason why I didn't really express anything for a long time because I was trying to figure out in my head of like, why do I feel so depressed and so dark? And like, I just don't want to exist here when there's not much in my life. I mean, there are definitely some things that were hard, but. I had a lot to be grateful for and I felt so guilty and shameful that I couldn't feel that way. And then I would try and bring this kind of thing up with like friends that I was close to and you know, you're like 15 and your friends like what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I felt very very 
I felt very lonely. I felt like the outsider and I felt like my life was a series of just, it was just, I was just not happy. I was never happy. And I, I really struggled with purpose for a very long time. It was a question I wanted a clear answer to. And I would think about it a lot. And I just kept saying like, there has to be a bigger reason why I'm here. I know I'm here for something. I don't know what it is. And this sucks. I was like, this just feels like a rinse and repeat life where I'm not happy or excited about anything I'm doing. And then I felt guilty about feeling that way. And I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Okay. (laughs) I'm just being honest about how I felt at the time. If there is one accessory everyone needs, it is at least one, if not two or more pairs of blue blocks. Not only are they an accessory, but they are one of the most important health tools in my toolkit. And one of the most important things for me to be able to be as productive as I am, keep my brain working as well as possible and keep my energy levels high. I would be lying if I said we are not sleep divas in this house. We take our sleep very seriously. And if you do too, then you need a pair of blue blocks in your life. I had tried so many different blue blockers over the years and they were all those orange lenses and I wasn't getting the full benefit. The Sleep Plus Red Lens from Blue Blocks is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens for after sunset use. With those orange glasses, you're not blocking the full range of blue and green light that you want to to optimize your circadian rhythm and fully support your sleep. I have noticed a huge difference since switching to the Sleep Plus Red Lens. It helps to improve your sleep, reduce anxiety, relax you overall, and you'll notice a huge difference the next day with your energy levels, your productivity, and over time, your hormonal balance. And then during the day, I use the Blue Light Clear Lens. I work in natural lighting, so that's a great fit for me, but they also have their Summer Glow Yellow Lens for daytime use, which is a mixture of blue light blocking and color therapy, which is great for people who work under more artificial lighting, and or if you struggle with seasonal depression or anxiety. But as somebody who works on screens all day, if I'm not wearing these, I get really bad digital eye strain and I'll get a really bad headache by the end of the day. So if you deal with digital eye strain, migraines, headaches, these will be a game changer for you. And if you sleep in a light room or have a partner who wakes up early, turns on the lights, the Remedy sleep mask will change your life. I've tried so many different sleep masks and never really liked any of them. The Remedy sleep mask is amazing. It cups your eyes so no light gets through and it's way more comfortable. And I see a huge difference in my REM and deep sleep cycles. I get so many compliments on my blue blocks. I have the crystal frames, the Parker frames, and the Hudson frames. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so there's definitely an option for you. You can also send in your own frames, and they have a custom-made prescription service available as well. And for every pair of blue blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who gifts some reading glasses to someone in need. If you're ready to get your hands on a pair of blue blocks or gift them to someone who needs them, they will change your life. Just head to blueblocks.com, that's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and my code Christina will get you 15% off. Looking back, it's really sad for me. I wish I could talk to myself at that time, but but it taught me a lot of compassion to feel things that I, I didn't even... I didn't even know why I was feeling and 
gave me insight into, you know, how other people feel. I still, I still feel that now, but I'm able to realize where it's, where it's not mine, that heaviness. But when I look back, I, I really just didn't want to be here. And I, I was surrounded. There were, there were different times where, you know, I had some amazing people in my life, but there were also some people in my life that were just really, really toxic. And I felt like I couldn't really escape from, and I just felt really trapped. I felt trapped and like, I just didn't understand the point of it all. And when I look back, I feel like I was just screaming in a number of different ways to the universe with my vibration that I didn't want to be here. And along with that was I didn't want to be seen. I just wanted to hide. I felt like anytime I was just myself or what I thought was myself, I would trigger people. And I remember feeling really overwhelmed because, I mean, looking back, there were just many things that, I mean, I just felt like I would just stand there and people would get upset with me. And I think sometimes people, I mean, I know sometimes people kind of just like make that up themselves, but looking back, like that legitimately happened. And now I understand because I just know that part of my, part of my job here is I, I'm a trigger for people and I don't even have to say anything. And sometimes people will just get triggered by me. They don't even, they've never even heard me talk. It's, it's an interesting thing, but I didn't know how to handle that. And I wasn't confident in myself. I wasn't confident enough in myself. So I just wanted to hide. I just wanted to disappear. And that was something that I was basically asking for, whether or not I said it, although I know I did say it out loud many times, but I very much felt it. I wanted to disappear. And then guess what happened to me? (laughs) My body basically started to disappear. And I think this is another level to looking at the energetic roots of different physical illnesses, physical manifestations. And why was mine first that that initial dropping so much weight? Well, I wanted to disappear. And so my body started to, my body was listening to me. And at the same time, in that process, that taught me so many lessons because, you know, I was really afraid I was really afraid and I felt really alone during that time, but it forced me to start to use my voice and it forced me to not be afraid to be seen at a, at a time when I was, I was so insecure physically and had people, you know, people from that I had grown up with were like sending pictures around about me and spreading rumors And I kind of just had that feeling of like everybody's whispering about you, but then I would go out in public and people would, I mean, I had food thrown at me several times. People would send food over like at restaurants and it really like forced me to toughen up. And at a time where I actually like physically didn't, didn't feel comfortable being seen physically, I was forced to stand up for myself. And I mean, forced in a good way, like it put me in a position where I needed to, and I learned to, and I learned to just not give a shit. And I learned to stand up for myself to a lot of doctors and family members and friends, just a number of people in my life. I really had to use my voice and that allowed me to learn how to do that. But 
it was a clear answer to the cry of, I don't want to be here. I want to disappear. But then even bigger than that was that, you know, the whole time I'm just screaming out, what is the purpose of this? I need a purpose. And I remember so many times, like (laughs) falling to my knees, sobbing and literally just yelling out loud. And again, at the time, I'm like, I'm I'm not talking any. Well, I was, but I didn't have any conscious connection to my guides. I didn't really believe in any religion, but it's like I just knew there was a being or beings around me listening to me. And I remember just being like, show me my purpose. Like there has to be a purpose. Like if there isn't a purpose, I don't want to do this anymore. There's no point. I was looking for a purpose for so long. And that whole chronic illness was the path. Without that, I would have never gone gone into this whole other world. I mean, I I wanted to work in PR or marketing for different film companies, television companies. I was very much on that path set up with some jobs that were really hard to to land. I had my whole life set up on a path that was what I thought other people would think was successful. And I thought if other people thought I was successful, then that would make me feel that way. But the whole time I wasn't happy. The whole time I didn't even like what I was planning on doing. Before I even got started, I already knew I'm not going to like this. But I thought that was life. I thought that was being an adult of just, this is life. You have to do things you don't want to the entire way through. I thought it was like 70% shit you don't like and then maybe 30% things you do. Like I thought that was just how it had to be, which is which is so sad. And when I had my chronic illness, it led me to this whole alternative health world and I met so many people who were just like me and when I got into that space, that led me to the world of spirituality and energy healing and the depth that I was looking for. And I remember when I finally started connecting with those communities, I just felt like, holy shit, this is what I've been looking for. Other people who are asking the same types of questions as me, other people who want to have the same types of conversations that I want to have, because I felt like until that point, you know, people just kind of didn't want to go into the depths with me. And now suddenly I found all these people who were thinking about the same things and had the same questions. And I finally felt like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a match. This feels good. These are real friendships. But with my career trajectory, which I don't think your career is always your purpose, just to say, I don't think that, but you know, sometimes there's overlap. And a big part of me reconnecting with my purpose was getting off of that career path because I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been happy at all. I was just doing what everybody else wanted me to do. But it was through that that time where I was going through a lot of trauma in and out of the hospital, in and out of, you know, the doctor's offices and, you know, organs shutting down. It was just not, it was just not good. And then finding these natural, these natural healing methods where I was like, holy shit, I'm so passionate about this. That was the first time I feel like I really felt passion. And having those experiences, I also realized 
there was no point in me even wasting time on so many things that I didn't like if I didn't have to. And I realized how many things I told myself I had to do. So many things I told myself I had to be that I didn't, but I was, I was just deciding that for myself and, or following along with what someone else told me. But again, that's on me. That's on me to, to, to listen to other people. And I didn't have to listen to other people. And so then I really shifted my whole plan for my career. And I decided to study to become an NTP. And then in that process, I'm going deeper down the healing path. And that wasn't, that wasn't fixing everything. I could learn all the things about supplements and protocols and different diets and try them all. And I, I did try, try all the diets, but it wasn't the thing. And you know why? Because I, I hadn't figured it out yet. And I had to keep going. And I was still so angry, like oh, doing everything right. But I just hadn't, I hadn't reached the thing yet. The universe was guiding me the whole way through. And then I start finding energy healing. And I feel this whole other layer lift. I feel this whole other layer. And then I'm doing energy healing. And it's just this, this depth of connection, this depth of purpose that I had been looking for. And it was addictive. It still is. It feels so good. It's so high frequency to feel that connection to, to what lights you up. And all of my intuitive gifts started to open up and I, I felt things starting to come together and I just kept going deeper and deeper. And then the brain rewiring and channeling and metaphysical anatomy and human design and astrology and just learning about all these different things. And I just realized, wow, there was so much more to it the whole time. And in the process, I thought that I would hit a point at the end where I was like, this is my purpose. This is it. I found it. and I. You know, there are things that are definitely a piece of it, but it took me a really long time to understand. And it really wasn't until I started trans channeling and listening back to those messages that I understood that it wasn't going to be a place. It wasn't going to be one thing I figured out. It was going to be a process. It was going to be a message, but it was going to be me being fully myself and discovering myself and continuing to discover myself. And continuing to grow and shift and change. But the point was to be in full alignment and allow myself to live in a way that that did light me up, where I wasn't choosing to limit myself. Because guess what? With growth, life throws obstacles. So why am I adding more in my path unnecessarily? And I discover that the more I learned about myself and the more I opened up my own gifts and stepped into my own power and used my own voice and the more I was rooted in authenticity for myself and just being me that was the depth to finding my purpose that I was looking for all along and so it was no longer about getting to a specific place but but living out my purpose every single day and the way that expressed itself could be different every every day and it might look different and that was a huge huge shift for me but the point is i manifested my illness in a number of ways and for a number of reasons but it was like one of the greatest gifts i learned so many lessons along the way i met so many incredible people along the way i learned about so many different modalities and most importantly, I, I discovered a lot about myself and 
I wouldn't have looked into a lot of things or explored a lot of things or experienced a lot of things that I have without that catalyst. It was like that was the big domino that set everything else off and <laughs> kind of kind of went around and we we ended up somewhere and we're continuing to to go. But without the illness, it probably would have been something else because I asked to be connected to my purpose. And so when I keep crying out to the universe with, I want a purpose, show me my purpose, lead me there, I will do anything. It, it brought me just in a way I didn't expect. And I didn't realize it at the time, but there were a few key moments where I was just in a really dark place and wanted out. And I basically said, Hey, if anyone's listening, like, give me a strong sign that there's a bigger purpose that I'm, I'm here for an important reason. Because I had always felt that from a young age, I had always felt that very strongly. Like I felt like I was supposed to be talking to a lot of people. And, you know, I said that I was like, if I'm supposed to actually do this, give me a clear sign. Otherwise I'm out. And I didn't, expect to get any type of sign. And I, I did, I did. So I, I kept going, but that was just the beginning, right? Like the illness was just the beginning of getting me, pushing me in the direction that I needed to go into learn all kinds of other things and discover all kinds of things. And when it continued even past the point where I was like, I feel like I'm connected to my purpose, guys. It was just because there was still more for me to uncover and other lessons that I hadn't learned yet and things I hadn't explored that I was supposed to and really a deeper lesson in rest and recovery and listening to my body and getting into my body, getting into my body. But without any of that, I mean, you get to a point where you're like, I will try anything, but also there has to be someone listening, like <laughs> the guides are trying to talk to you. And I, and I fully believe anyone with chronic illness, your, your guides are trying to talk to you. So those are the main two things though, that I feel like, I know there's a lot that goes into it, but how did I manifest my illness? Well, my body was set up for, for illness. My body was in a state of total disease dis-ease. I was so unhappy. I was in such a fear state. I suppressed my emotions. I never took care of myself. I just, you know, that the energy system was, was not in alignment. It was not balanced. And I wanted to disappear. I didn't want to be here anymore. I, I felt that it's such a starseed thing. It's like, I'm here for a big purpose, but is this really it? Like, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't think this was I don't think this is right. And that sense of deep longing and feeling like you're just missing something, like feeling alone, feeling like you're just missing something, like you forgot something really important because you did, right? (laughs) We did. And then it takes a while to remember. And then when you remember, you're like, holy shit, it all makes sense. But I kept asking basically to disappear. So my body physically did. And at the same time, you know, through the whole thing, I said, show me my purpose give me my purpose. And I was like, get me to this sooner rather than later. So it all happens in divine timing. But with those key things and, you know, many other things, that's how I attracted in the illness. And I I totally manifested it. 
That doesn't mean I consciously in this life chose it, but I believe it was part of the contract I I signed. My soul signed up for it before before I came here. I remember that, but then I forgot once I got here. And there are other things that have happened in my life that I signed up for and were things that I was meant to learn lessons from. I don't talk about all of them because I don't talk about things that involve other people. Um, If, you know, I just feel like I sign up to share my life, but I like to respect other people. So uh, there's that. But the illness one, I did want to share because it's so common. Like, it's so common. Most people in my community have or have had some type of chronic illness. And also because I think that was kind of the most visible thing for anybody. Some of you have been with me for like almost six years now, which is so awesome. But I think it's important for me to to acknowledge because this is how I feel about it. And understanding, for me, understanding how I attracted that in, what I signed up for and and looking at it now, I just have seen what a gift it was and how it led me to so many incredible things and how it it grew so much strength in me. And I'm really glad it happened when it did. Super, super grateful it happened when it did because I kind of got pushed there right out of college. And I mean, I guess it's nice I didn't spend time in another job where I was very unhappy. But this is the other side of of manifestation, you know, and I, I think usually when we're talking about manifestation, we're talking about setting intention on specific things to call them in. But we're we're calling in all kinds of things all the time. Based on our frequency, it's gonna it's gonna indicate what what comes our way and also what are we what are we meant to learn next. All of that comes into play. So I feel like I kind of accidentally manifested it where I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. And if I am here, I wanna be here feeling very connected to my purpose and feeling very connected to my mission. And then the universe brought it to me. I just really did not realize that while it was happening. And I didn't expect it. I I very much didn't expect any of this. I mean, even where I'm at right now, if you told me a year ago, I'd be where I'm at right now. I, I would not believe you for a second. So that is how I believe I manifested my illness. And it was part of my, it is right. Part of my journey to take responsibility for my healing and to empower myself to to heal and it it shed a really big light on all the places that I I should look for me to really live the life I wanted which was a life of happiness and enjoyment and compassion and love and the more I've looked into these deeper layers that really were only looked into because I thought they would help me heal my physical body. That's that's how I created that kind of life. And I'm so grateful for where I'm at right now and having such incredible people in my life and and so much love and support and getting to do what I love. And all of that was from doing that deeper energetic work and just looking in places that I probably wouldn't have explored as as deeply without the catalyst of my my illness. And here I am 6 years later. I tend to think I think a lot about this topic at this time of year because 
it is almost the six year anniversary of like when I had a big episode that basically there was like one night and after that my digestion just stopped working and my health fell apart. And that six year anniversary will be in about a week. But as much as I went through that period of being so entrenched in in healing, and then I went on the other side and I'm like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like I'm over it. I'm tired. I feel like now I feel like it's important to kind of bring in every once in a while and and tie it all together because, well, first of all, my guides told me to, but second of all, I know that physical symptoms pop up for a lot of people. And especially as we make this transition, I think this is something that's really important for people to realize because if we take an energetic approach to a lot of the things that we have been taking a more physical approach to, we will see massive transformation. And I think particularly For those of you in my audience, because I know there's a lot of you who have a history of illness, when you are upgrading and going through ascension symptoms and awakening and, you know, just getting all these different upgrades and this cool stuff is happening, sometimes physical symptoms pop up and people then will sometimes jump into, oh my gosh, I'm sick again, when that's not always the case. But I really see my illness as the catalyst for my growth, but also like a huge period, honestly, of an upgrade. Like, I really feel like my symptoms were just a huge period of an upgrade. And this is this is a a piece of the dark night of the soul. I mean, that whole experience was in itself, but people can have a lot of physical symptoms from opening up their gifts. And I think a lot of my symptoms were like elongated periods of this stuff opening up. But I'm so grateful for the process because I learned a lot about myself and then also in helping other people. I just feel like it's a really important perspective that I know nobody really offered to me when I was struggling with that. And this is one of the reasons why I love a high and doing the 70 healing because you, you incorporate everything, right? So I, I personally think that optimizing your physical body and your energetic body, like working on every single plane is, is important and really helpful and so cool to see how it all works together because I think where a lot of us get off balance is when we are trying to not be in our bodies or we are disconnected from our essence as multidimensional energetic beings. So I think it goes a few ways. So thank you if you made it to the end and I would love to hear if you can relate to this, if this helped you. I know when I've touched on the connection between illness and energetic spirituality before, you guys have really, really enjoyed that. And even if you don't feel this for yourself, that's totally okay. This is this is how how I see it for myself and part of my journey. And I'm I'm so grateful for my illness, even though during it I, you know, definitely <laughs> did not feel that way. But I can see now how I called it in. And knowing that allows me to create something different for myself. That's gonna be it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you do enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps to support the show. And if you aren't already in the free private forum, would love to connect with you there. It's a great place to connect with other podcast listeners. You can just go to christinathechannel.com slash membership and the link to sign up for the free private forum is right there. Thanks again for listening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.